All right, uh, Tuesday afternoon, a woman is suing Disney for 50 grand because of a severe wedgie she suffered on a water slide. You know, some people are just begging to get a severe wedgie, and this woman's suing for 50 grand because she got one. Hey, I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. It is Tuesday, October the 3rd. Um, Sunday at the Saints game, uh, there were numerous uh, male cheerleaders. Do you remember the uproar over the addition of one male cheerleader a few years ago? Remember when they were adding one male cheerleader to the cheerleading squad for the Saints? Remember the uproar? I mean, people were going crazy. So what happened to that controversy? I mean, there's a bunch of male cheerleaders. Have you ever noticed that sometimes there's such a huge controversy and there are predictions of doom and gloom of what, whatever is going on, how, how it's going to just change everything and it's just going to be bad for America? And you remember some of those controversies? I want to talk about that on the show today because I want to point out, and we quite often talk about this when it's going on, but these people who uh, just get all, and, and it's different groups of people at different times, but people who get all bent out of shape over some controversy, it's like, why are you getting so upset over this? It's not going to be a big deal. And quite often it's not. So do you remember any big controversy with predictions of doom and gloom that really didn't turn out to be much of a controversy after all? Yeah, we'll talk about that on the show uh, this afternoon. Is Okay, no, okay. Okay, so look, I, I want to just, um, I, I want to uh, play a cut that we just heard in the news with Chris Miller. Did you hear Coach Dennis Allen? Did you hear what he said? Remember what we talked about yesterday? Okay, th- this is really, really good. Here's Coach Allen talking about where we are. The Saints are two and two. That's good. I mean, you know, it, it could be better. could be a lot worse. But we're two and two, and here's what Coach Allen said. We're not going to sit here and act like the sky's falling and, and the season's over. Do we have to get better? Frickin' A right we do. Yeah. And we need to do it quickly. Frickin' A. Frickin' A right. I love it. Frickin' A. Yeah. I love that. Frickin' A right, man. So anyway, that's cool. You know, yeah, we're over that now. It's, it's Saints are two and two. And, and, and uh, again, this is one of those things where I don't want to promote doom and gloom because, you know, we've got a long way to go. The Saints should go to New England and beat the pants off the Patriots. I mean, Bill Belichick, as great a coach as he is, the, the Patriots are not so great. The Saints tend to do well on the road, so let's see, uh, let's see how they do. All right, Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He is also at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon. Freaking A, right. It's a good Frickin afternoon. Freaking A. I think we should use that in the show whenever we can. I think it's a, it reminds Frickin me a. of like when, when uh, during Bounty Gate, when, when Peyton was gone and they put up like the do your job poster and that yeah. became kind of like the phrase of the season. I think freaking A, right, is maybe, you know. <laughs> That's going to be like the motivating factor no, for the like 2023 it. Saints. I love it. Right Look, I loved it. I, I love when I heard him say that. I just, I, I, I just loved it. <laughs> In office space, the guy's neighbor, that like kind of long-haired. Weirdo, oh yeah, that guy. Like, yeah, freaking yeah. A, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, look, that's positive emotion. It's positive emotion coming from the Saints. Hunter Biden has pleaded not guilty. We'll see how that turns out. The Pelicans are in practice. That's good. Zion continues to tell everybody he loves New Orleans and he's here to stay. Let's hope he's right. Oh, tonight is the National Night Out Against Crime. Why, why, do you remember why this was canceled back in, um, in, in August? I, I thought it was usually held in, in, in August, but the National Night Out Against Crime is happening 
uh, tonight at, at 5 o'clock. And the theory behind this was, in the beginning, that if everybody went outside in their neighborhood and, and, and talked to their neighbors and, and, and became friendly, became at least acquainted, uh, acquainted with their, their, their neighbors, because, you know, people are very isolated today, sometimes don't even talk to their neighbors. But if, if everybody got out and, and, and met and, and was acquainted with each other, and, and if you just kind of got out and, and just made a stand, like, okay, we're, we're going out, we're, it's a night out against crime, we're showing you that we're not afraid to come out, we're coming out at night, and we're going to get to know each other, and it's us against you to the criminals, and uh, we're, we're going to win this. So this starts at, at 5 o'clock today, and there are some areas where you can go, and we have the information for you. There's some areas where you can go to participate uh, in this, and I hope it does well. But remember, it, uh, it's not something that is going to just magically make crime go away. Also, Mayor Cantrell has issued a statement on the reduction of violent crime in the city. But do you feel better? I don't feel—I mean, I feel better that it seems to be down, but, you know, I don't know if— um, I don't know if the statistics are matching last year at this time because crime in, in the summer goes up. Crime in the fall tends to go down. So is crime going down compared to the summer or is crime going down compared to last year at this time? I think that's important to, um, to, to note. And I guess we don't uh, we don't really know. Also, today, we've got to talk more about the power of Swift. The Sunday night football ratings were up because it was the Chiefs and the Jets. And Taylor Swift fans knew that Taylor Swift was going to be in the suite cheering for Travis, Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs. Yay, Travis scored a touchdown. Hey, what does it mean when they score a touchdown? Yay, yay, he got a first down. What does a first down mean? Uh, these are things that Taylor Swift might be actually. No, I'm sure she understands the game. Anyway, she was quite excited. And anyway, the ratings were up 53% because of Taylor Swift. That's insane. It just goes to show you the power of Taylor Swift. It's really amazing. I don't know that I've seen anything like this before. I mean, Michael Jackson was a phenomenon. On, on every level, Michael Jackson was a phenomenon. But there wasn't social media then like there is now. So it, it, it's different. But Taylor Swift and the power of Swift is really something to, uh, to contend with. All right, um, I want to remind you, listen for the Stevie Nicks Song of the Day. When you hear the Song of the Day, if you don't know the title, I'm going to tell you the title. And uh, you need to take that title and go to our website, www.com slash contest with an S, and use the title of the Song of the Day. You can need that to register to win today for Stevie Nicks tickets at the Smoothie King Center Wednesday, February the 28th. All right, um, Ian Hoke has got a few early text messages. I'm going to start here. It was great news today on the kidnapping of the nine-year-old oh girl God. saved and in good shape. Wow. That was really, really great news. Yeah, man. You know, you can imagine what goes through your mind if your nine-year-old is missing. But they found the creep. They found the creep who abducted her, and he's in custody and, you know, it, it just reminds you that there's sick people out there. Now, let me remind you also, he was not wearing a dress. He was not reading books dressed in drag to children. He was one of those people who might not even be suspected. And yet, these are the people who are really, truly trying to get your kids. They're, they're, they're trying to get your kids for sexual reasons. And so, don't be... Don't be confused 
by the Jeff Landry's and the Ron DeSantis's and all the people that are trying to make you fear all this other stuff because the statistics don't show that this other stuff is really stuff that really, really matters that much. Here's a text that says, uh, Scoot, they added a male dancer to the Saint-Sations. There is now a cheer squad with multiple males. It's a different animal. Okay, but the idea of male cheerleaders is what I'm, I'm focusing on. So... Now, do they not have the sensations anymore? Man, I don't understand. I, I'm confused. I get the texter is saying there's now a cheer squad. Is that different from the sensations? So somebody correct us on this. Is it incorrect to say that the sensations are cheerleaders? Quite often. Quite often. I, I have seats down first row, second, third, fourth, fifth row, really, really low. And I'm, I'm usually in, in the corner, um, not in the end zone, but just in the corner there. So the, the cheerleaders are right in front of me. And they rotate every quarter. And my point is, it doesn't matter whether it was a sensations or not. I mean, this, this, to me, that's just a, 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 a thing of semantics. The fact is, there was like a lot of criticism of a male cheerleader. And there are a bunch of male cheerleaders out there right now. So where's the argument? Were you arguing that, that, that there should be male cheerleaders, but just not one on the sensations? I mean, I don't, I don't know. But I remember the controversy. And it was a huge controversy, and I never thought it was a big deal. But a lot of people thought, oh, my God, this is terrible. This is awful. A male cheerleader with the sensations. I mean, what is the world coming to? Hey, guess what? Here we are, and we're, we're, we're okay. Our promotions director, Ashley Oye, yes. has just popped in and says that she can explain the difference between a sensation and a cheerleader. Ashley, welcome. Okay. Ashley, thank you for being with us. Again. I was listening down the hall. Yes. Uh, so they are not called the Sensations anymore. Okay. That was a dance-focused spirit organization. Okay. This is now the Saints Cheer Crew. Your texture was okay. right. That is their name, Saints Cheer Crew. They now do stunts, which, oh, if you know what cheerleading yeah. is, they lift each other up in the air. Oh, and they, they tumble and they do all of that. Shoot people in the air. Yeah, I yeah, mean, exactly. I, I think sometimes they pick up some of these cheerleaders on uh, radar departure control at the, at the airport because they, they they fly up there. I mean, exactly. they're, they're up high. Yeah. Okay, so there's no more sensations, but there's the Saints cheerleader Cheer squad. Crew. Do you know if that was done in response to adding a male cheerleader to the sensations? No idea. I just know that you can do yeah. different stunts when you have yeah. co-ed partners. It's very entertaining. I'm, I'm serious. It's very like to see the, the the guys. The guys add a lot to the acrobatic aspect of the, the cheerleading squad. And I, I'm sure, as you know, like in, in college, uh, cheerleading is a it's almost like a sport. It is a sport as oh, a former okay. cheerleader. Oh, you're a former cheerleader. <laughs> it is. Okay, a sport. were you the one that that, that got halted and uh, vaulted into the air? It really depends on the stunt. Yeah. Sometimes you're either you know sometimes I was a base, which is the person that does the lifting. Okay. And sometimes I was a flyer, which is what you call the person who goes up. I the see. Air. Now you know I always had this this question. Um, you know, if a guy is handling you, does anything ever just accidentally become inappropriate? If it is, it's an accident, like you said. Okay. It, it, you're, it's, it's totally confident that it's just, oh, that was just a slip up. It, it, it did mean to happen. Yeah. Okay. It's Most a of the time, the lift doesn't involve your, your butt area, really. Okay. If that's true. Well, I mean, about. but, but yeah. guys, guys have that question, you know, okay, well, you know, and they throw it and they catch it. And, you know, anyway, so nice yeah. to know that. All right. 
Ashley Oye, thank you very You're much welcome. for the uh, for the information. <laughs> and listen, down the hall. anytime you can bring information to this show, feel free to do it. The door's right there. Just bring it on in. Thank you, Oye. Yes. All uh, right. I got two more quick ones, okay. and then we'll step away. Here's a text that says, if Jimmy Graham was to steal Beyonce from Jay-Z, then the Saints could get better publicity and ratings. Yes, they could. <laughs> if, if, uh, if he could steal Beyonce from Jay-Z, steal yes. Steal her away. Get yeah, her I mean, up in the of, booth. Of course. You know, I mean, if Beyonce was in the booth chair for Jimmy Graham, that would help the Saints. It might even help the officials because now there's this conspiracy going around that a lot of Jets fans think that the officials sided with the, uh, the, the Chiefs because they wanted the Chiefs to win because of Taylor Swift. That right. the, 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 the officials were, um, you know, maybe in the closet Swifties. Uh, and so they wanted the... the, the uh, the Chiefs to do well, so they, they benefited the Chiefs whenever they could. I'll leave you with this one. I love the male cheerleaders on the Saints squad, but I hate the little janky towels they give the males while the girls have pom-poms. Yeah, give I know. Give the guys pom-poms. I, I, you know, I, I, I've taken a couple of people to games over the years, and they well, why do the guys ha- have towels? It's like this little, it's like a little handkerchief. Well, it's a, little, a, it's a towel. A little, but it's like it's a, little a little dinky. It is, is a little it dinky. Is supposed to be like a like a second line hanky? Is that the is that I what we're guess. doing here? Go say. Other teams don't have the little janky. Give them pom poms. Give them or a, yes. or a, a, one of those megaphones. Or or give them the megaphone. You know? yeah. All right, all right. If you want to join us with a comment about any of the really uh, amazing, insightful things that we talk about on the show, the Open Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. 504-260-1870. All right, when we come back, I want to share with you some um, some commercials that have been done by a Republican group that is trying to show that it's okay to be a Republican and not like Trump. These commercials are really very well done, and we got permission to air them, so we're going to uh, share those with you. And uh, also a little bit uh, later, we'll talk about the woman who is suing Disney for 50 grand because she got a severe wedgie on the water slide. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. And don't forget about tonight's National Night Out Against Crime. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It was on this day, October 3rd, 1995, O.J. Simpson was acquitted of murder charges in the trial of the century. And I remember on that day, it was on B97FM, and uh, attorney Stephen Rue was with me, and we were waiting for the verdict. And as soon as it happened, we reacted to the verdict, and uh, America was absolutely shocked. And to this day, many of us believe that O.J. Simpson got away with murder. So uh, 28 years ago today, we were all focused on the TV. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. 
you know, and I say I say the uh, the TV, but we were also tuned into the radio because a lot of people were not around TVs. And, and uh, as I said, I was on the air when the verdict came down, and Stephen Rue was in the studio with me, and we uh, just analyzed and uh, took reaction to the uh, to, to the verdict, which again was such a shock to so many people. Um, uh, Gold, Ron Goldman's um, father, Fred, was actually stunned. June thirteenth, ninety four. was the um, worst nightmare of my life. This is the second. In 2008, exactly 13 years later, Simpson was found guilty of robbing two sports memorabilia dealers at gunpoint at a Las Vegas hotel. Count one, conspiracy to commit a crime. Guilty. Count two, conspiracy to commit kidnapping. Guilty. Count three, conspiracy to commit robbery. Guilty. Count four, burglary while in possession of a deadly weapon. Guilty. You know, looking back, it, it, it seems like the prosecution was just totally incompetent. And, you know, we were all watching and, you know, we knew the names. And in fact, um, uh, Robert Kardashian um, was was one of the, the attorneys for O.J. Simpson. He was on the d- defense team. And of course, you know, now we know what's happened to the Kardashians. Robert has, uh, has passed away, but his uh, family went on to do really well. But the whole idea of, OK, you've got You've got gloves on, um, and um, the defense attorneys were just brilliant. You've got a um, you've got a glove on, and then you're going to put a glove over the glove. And nobody was. Well, I don't remember anybody helping him. I remember him doing it himself, and I'm sure he was told, just make make it seem like the the glove doesn't fit. And he didn't pull it all the way down. And something that simple seems like it was the key to somebody getting away with murder. And because of O.J. Simpson's, um, you know, pattern, what happened in, in, in 2008 and in Las Vegas, it's like, this guy's a, a POS. I mean, he's just a, a piece of trash. He's junk. And so guys like that, maybe they don't even care if they got away with murder. And it seemed like O.J. Simpson was still obsessed with his wife and her boyfriend is the fact that she had a boyfriend and he couldn't deal with that. So he he stabbed him. That's the way it looked to most of America, based on the evidence that that we saw. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. All right. Um, look, Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates, I've, I've quite often described him as not a policymaker. He's a noisemaker. He just makes a lot of noise. Well, he's, um, he's in for House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. He wants to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Is to use a rare procedural tool called a motion to vacate. Yeah, I'm going to be doing it this week. The move comes after the House passed a bill to avert a government shutdown. Gates and other critics have said McCarthy has failed to be the conservative leader the Republican Party needs. It is going to be difficult for my Republican friends to keep calling President Biden feeble while he continues to take Speaker McCarthy's lunch money in every negotiation. McCarthy does not appear to be too worried about his future. I'm focused on getting the job done. I'm proud of um, the record of what we've been able to accomplish so far. 
We've got a lot more to do. The motion to vacate the chair has only been used twice in the past century. Ed Donahue, Washington. All right, so McCarthy says that he knows Gates is, uh, is out to get him. Also, some MAGA extremists. These are the right-wing radical Republicans that I quite often talk about. These are the Republicans that are destroying the Republican Party, or they're trying to. So, um, by the way, when uh, Matt Gates originally brought this up, there was laughter on the House floor because it's just kind of, kind of ridiculous. But, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like McCarthy, and he barely got the, 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 the speakership in the first place. But, um, you know, Matt Gates and, and other right-wing radical Republicans are, are, are not happy because he's not, you know, kissing their booty. So uh, McCarthy says um, that he, you know, he wouldn't, he's not surprised that this is, is happening to some degree because he cut a deal with Democrats to keep the government open. And McCarthy is standing firm. I firmly believe it's the right decision to keep government open to make sure our military is still paid, our border agents are still paid. And if that makes a challenge based upon whether I should be speaker, I'll take that fight. So you're calling his bluff? Yeah. If you throw a speaker out, that has 99% of their conference that kept government open and paid the troops, I think we're in a really bad place for how we're going to run Congress. We are in a bad place, and, and they're making it a bad place. And, and, you know, we've got enough divide between Republicans and Democrats, and now there is a tremendous divide uh, among Republicans in the, in the Republican Party. I'm Scoot on the air. It's a, a Tuesday afternoon, and I, I want to share with you uh, a couple of uh, commercials that have been done by a conservative group of Republicans. These are Republicans who are anti-Trump. It's an anti-Trump Republican group. And they have um, come up with a strategy on how to maybe beat Trump. We don't know if it's going to work, but the strategy is interesting. It's it's commercials that that show people who did like Trump and they voted for him. Some people say they voted for him twice, but since they voted for him last time, a lot of things have happened. Trump has done a lot of things. Trump has said a lot of things. Trump has been accused of doing a lot of things. And so these commercials are from a, a PAC group that is associated with uh, Club for Growth and uh, win it back. And uh, they've been developing these, these ads to try to counter, uh, to counter Trump. So I thought we would share a couple of these with you. So here's one of the, the commercials. So, so listen carefully. It, it starts out like, you know, hey, wait a minute. This might be a pro-Trump commercial. On Trump, he was the right man in 2016, and he showed it with his policies. He would have been the right man in 2020 because of those policies that he would have continued. I think Trump fatigue did finally set in. He just wore people down this last midterm. I was convinced there was going to be a red wave. Fist convinced. And then Trump came out and, and endorsed a number of candidates who miserably lost. Dr. Oz, that's not a good omen. <laughs> so when he, his endorsement makes you lose, things just aren't working out well in that, in that scenario. That's going to tell you something. Donald Trump uh, is and can be very polarizing. He just can rub people the wrong way. He talks way too much about 2020. He just doesn't know when to quit. Sometimes he goes overboard, and it's not good. You've got the policies, you've got the man. I can take a man who isn't Trump, a man who, as I said, can be strong, can be tough, and in a way is not so polarizing himself, therefore electable. It's just time for new blood. When a backpack is responsible for the content of this ad. You know, on Trump. 
I, I think what one thing that may be going on here is this um, strategy is designed to show that, you know, it's okay. I mean, I think a lot of Republicans are afraid to to be honest about Trump. They're afraid to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we, we, we liked him and he was great and we like this and we like that. But this man is, is a dangerous man and he's going to hurt the country and he's going to hurt the, the Republican Party in the opinion of, of, of many. So here's a, here's another one of those commercials. And uh, what do you think of this strategy? Do you think it's going to work? When Trump became president, what I really liked is he was about the country. I mean, I love that. I didn't and I still don't like when Trump goes about attacking people within our own party. We are a family. We are a Republican party. But he sees it as his party, not really a family, not really a team. 2024, it's just about him saying, I'm back. It's going to make it tough for us to win. My hope is that we will have a candidate that can beat Biden. When a backpack is responsible for the content of this ad. All right. So these are commercials from an anti-Trump group of Republicans. And I, I, I do think that it might just give a lot of Republicans just permission to be more public about the idea that, hey, wait a minute, we're Republicans, we're conservatives, we're cool, but we just don't like Trump or we don't trust Trump or we don't like what he stands for or we don't like what he's done. And so, you know, maybe this is going to have an impact on that. Um, I, I, I hope it does, because I think that's one of the things that has been wrong with the Republican Party. At which I, again, I was a Republican for uh, much of my life. And it just, um, it, it seems like there are people who think if you're not for Trump, you're not a Republican or you're not a conservative. And that's not true. And we've talked about that a lot on, on, on this show. And we tried to make it seem like, you know, it's okay to be anti-Trump and still be a Republican and still be a conservative. And I think these commercials in this campaign is going to go a long way toward giving a lot of people permission now to say, hey, guess what? I'm a Republican. I'm a conservative. I'm proud of that. But I ain't for Trump. So what do you think of the strategy? Do you think it's going to help? Will it work? The Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day, October 3rd, 2003, this movie hits theaters nationwide. Love this movie. Love the message of it. Jack Black starred as a musician, posing as a substitute school teacher. This is the day School of Rock opened nationwide in 2003. And I love that these kids were rebelling against their parents' desire to have them play classical music. Not that there's anything wrong with classical music, but it just kind of, you know, it was kind of cool that young people were, you know, given permission to just like rock from with parents who were trying to steer them in a completely different direction. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. That's right. You know, we've got a positive attitude on this show. We've got to, we've got to keep our head up through everything. And just to let you know uh, about the, the depth of uh, controversy within the Republican Party, there are some uh, Republicans who are now telling Fox News and CNN's confirmed it as well, that they're talking about getting rid of Matt Gates if Matt Gates goes forward with this whole process to expel McCarthy. And then Matt Gates, I think it still is an ongoing ethics committee investigation into Matt Gates. Wasn't it something about um, younger females and other yeah, stuff going so on? I think that he, despite like his, his close friend and business partner, I think was convicted on those charges. And Matt Gates's name was all over that 
set of charges. Yeah. But then I think legally he's off the hook, but he still is facing an ongoing House ethics investigation. If that committee finds him guilty, the conference will expel him. And one Republican uh, told Fox News, quote, no one can stand him at this point, <laughs> beating Matt Gates, a smart guy without morals. Duh. I, you know, again, he's he's a noisemaker. But if you get rid of Gates, then, you know, what happens to that really thin majority they have in the House? So it's, you know, it's uh, Charlie Foxtrot all the way around. He did a scrum with some Hill reporters last night. I was watching this on C-SPAN. I mean, he talked to them for like half an hour. There's a lot of meat on the bone there. And he said he was complaining about how, you know, Kevin McCarthy had to cut a deal with the Democrats to keep the government open. Matt Gates is going to have to cut a deal with the Democrats to oust Speaker McCarthy. This guy's so dumb. He's I'm just so frustrated with people who are like, well, we got the majority, the majority, and we still don't get what we want. When the margins are that thin, Matt, it doesn't matter if the majority of the majority is on board with something. You need Democrat votes to do Right. Almost anything. Right. I mean, the, the problem is he's a noisemaker. And uh, now he's talking about running for governor of uh, Florida. That, um, I think that. Wow. Well, you know, I no. think he's going to have, you know, you get south of uh, Gainesville and you may have a little problem with uh, with Matt Gates's um, personal ideology and his, his political ideology, because Florida is like really I mean, Louisiana's two states, but Florida is really. Uh, two distinct states, the, yes. the north and the panhandle, and Quite then cordoned off. and then South Florida. All right, I, w- I want to share with you a couple of more of these um, commercials. These are coming from an anti-Trump Republican group, and they want to diminish the impact of Trump. They want to knock Trump down. And so they're, they're featuring people who liked Trump, but have decided that Trump is dangerous presidents in my lifetime. We're not seeing that kind of leadership from Biden now. It's really sad. I think there's a lot of reasons why Trump lost. About every other day you'd go, why did he say that? I mean, it still continues today. There's definitely Trump fatigue. It's it's too bad. I think he'd be do, do a good job, but I don't know if we can get him elected. I think it's too risky for the country. Try someone else. When a backpack is responsible for the content of this ad. Yeah, this is really an interesting strategy. Um, all right, here's here's uh, here's one more, and you know these are ads designed to, I think, make people, make Republicans and conservatives feel more comfortable about coming out of the closet when it comes to Trump. The first time I ever voted, I voted for Donald Trump. The Don, the Don, that that just tough guy personality. I like that. At, at the time, I did. Since he was elected to office. What has he done? He's lost the House in 2018. He lost the presidency in 2020. He lost the Senate in 2022. It's a three-time loser. If we nominate Trump again, and it's going to be four, we just need to hit the reset button and start fresh and new. When a backpack is responsible for the content of this ad. And why not start fresh and new? I mean, Trump's not the only answer. And Trump's not the only answer for the Republican Party. There are Republicans who can carry on many of the policies of, of, of Donald Trump. But you don't have the dangerous baggage. I mean, Donald Trump is um, he's a loose cannon. He's um, he's a renegade. A- and you just don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he's got um, he's got secret documents in the, the, the toilet, the bathroom. I mean, and there are just so many things. It's just it's it's not necessary and it's kind of hurtful, I think, to the, the Republican Party. 
All right, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon about anything we talk about, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. If you're on hold, hang on. We'll get to uh, your calls and more of your texts are, uh, are coming up. Uh, a lot more still to come. Uh, Mayor Cantrell has issued a statement on the reduction of violent crime in the city. Are you feeling better? Saturday night, it's going to be an epic night. Depeche Mode in New Orleans. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, a very sad day on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day. In, uh, oh, no, I'm, well, it's a sad day because um, Stevie Ray Vaughan should be celebrating his birthday today. Yep, this is the day Stevie Ray Vaughan was born. Dallas, Texas, and he would have been, what, 69? 69 years old today? Yeah, 69 years old. Steve Avery Vaughn was uh, killed in a helicopter crash in uh, 1990. I remember Dennis Leary did this uh, comedy bit uh, about why couldn't we get John Bon Jovi in the helicopter. Come on, John, we've got some hairspray in here. Come on, you get in the helicopter instead of Steve Avery Vaughn. Tragic death, man. One hell of a blues guitar player. All right, um, Sunday at the Saints game, I noticed, you know, the cheerleading squad, there's a bunch of male cheerleaders, and remember the uproar over one cheerleader, one male cheerleader being added to the sensations? What happened to the controversy? You know, there are a lot of controversies with doom and gloom predictions, and nothing really bad happens. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of the big controversies with doom and gloom predictions, and nothing really happened. It's a reminder that maybe we shouldn't get so upset about some things that we get upset about. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL.